Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al Pie del Cañón, ready for anything. I'm Rob, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> That's right, boys and girls, you're listening to the one and only Probo Show, coming to you live at 6pm. What? 6pm Central European time instead of 8.30am. That's right. If you missed tonight's show, oh... God help your souls. It was a Probo show after dark. We've got two this week. One tonight and one on Wednesday afternoon. A big hello right now to Eugene, Vero, Ladybaugh and Ravdos joining us live. And a few others that have yet to say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night to us. How are you doing out there, folks? As always, if you want to join in these shows live, you can do so at twitch.tv barra forward slash professional bohemian. If you want to vote on all the things that we have around the show, and if you want to basically interact with the show while we're not online, you can do that very simply on my Instagram at professional bohemian. That's bohemio profesional arroba at wait what am i talking about that's it's just professional bohemian on instagram just go there um, also if you want all the links and things that i use in the show if you're into um researching these sh- um, stories for yourself you can do that as always on uh, my patreon okay is that all the um crap over and done with got a few messages regarding my voice on this morning's show robbie sound ill blah 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 <laughs> i am a little bit ill I am a little bit ill. Um, Vero here says the best solution for this kind of, uh, for a, the flu or a cold, as I am currently suffering, is hot milk, honey, and aspirin. Um, leche caliente. Sounds a little bit rude, but this is after dark. Um, miel and um, aspirin. Asparina? I don't know how you say aspirin. <laughs> Can I tell you Grandpa Bo's recipe? Grandpa Bo, the originator of the famous phrase we end all, all our unpopular opinions on. Grandpa Bo's solution for uh, the common cold was honey, lemon, tea, and a lot of whiskey. <laughs> all together. Like more, like basically don't think of it as tea with a little bit of whiskey. Think about it as whiskey with a little bit of tea. Um, uh, all mixed together. You drink it continuously throughout the day and paracetamol asparina thank you vero you rock the block Será posible? Vaya um and yeah uh, i did do that all day saturday bless her um izzy took really good care of me this weekend and um i i necked a lot of grandpa bo's um recipe but i'm still ill guys I'm still ill um all right, uh, let's see what we've got coming up in today's After Dark show. It's a good one, to, a good one today, guys. Um, in today's 100 Humans, we asked them to name a career. Um, nombra una carrera that isn't as glamorous as it appears. Que no es tan glamorosa como parece. All right, in today's um, Complete the News, uh, we'll find out why a man... or. or what was in a box that a man received in the mail? <laughs> Honestly, it's a lot more juicy than you think it is. This is an after dark show, and this is very much an after dark, complete the news. No more clues. Uh, today's unpopular opinion is the concept of a career. El concepto de carrera, entre comillas, in inverted commas, está um, antiquado. 
Um, I, I had one or two messages saying, I'm not sure what you mean by this, but we'll dig into, we'll dig into it a little deeper in a few moments. Why, friends? Because right now, I'm here. You're here. Let's see what's going on in the world, shall we? All right, um, let's take a look at Japan. Japan is to launch the world's first wooden satellite to combat space pollution. Um, Japón lanzará el primer satélite. Satélite. Ooh, I'm going to give myself a nivelazo. Será posible. <laughs> Vaya nivelazo. Um, de madera del mundo para combatir um, la contaminación espacial. Japanese scientists from Kyoto University and um, Sumitomo Forestry have developed the world's first wooden satellite using magnolia wood, which has shown exceptional stability and resistance to space conditions. This initiative aims to test the biodegradable materials as eco-friendly alternatives to metal in satellite construction, addressing the issue of space pollution caused by metal particles from space debris. The wooden satellite, which will carry several experiments to assess its performance in space, is scheduled for launch on a US rocket this summer. If successful, this could pave the way for more sustainable satellite technology, reducing the environmental impact of the increasing number of satellites launched each year and their contribution to space debris and atmospheric pollution. Hey, I've got a question. Um, how, things don't degrade in space, right? Don't you need oxygen, an oxygen-rich environment for things like wood to um, degrade or indeed be biodegradable? Or is this the idea that once they hit the Earth's orbit, they will just burn up completely? In which they would still, they would release ash, right? I don't know, but it's eco-friendly and that gets... That gets the Provost <laughs> stamp of approval. As far as I'm concerned, anyway. Um, all right, let's see. Um, more news. Let's go to um, uh, let's go to the orange one. I tend not to invoke his name, but I did um, come across some quite funny news today. Trump's high top sneakers sell out hours after launch. High top sneakers are like basketball sneakers. The ones that kind of like botas. They're a bit like boots. Um, uh, las zapatillas de caña alta, would you say in Spanish? Do I get a Pro Bowl proof for that? Um, de Trump se agotan horas después de su lanzamiento. I want to ask you a question in the chat. Get ready to type. If you were to guess what these tr these shoes look like, I just want you, you know, what color are they? Just have a guess what they look like. And we're. Um, I want to see how accurate you are. <laughs> so, yeah, it's true. Donald Trump launched a new line of signature high-top sneakers titled the Never Surrender High-Top Sneaker. <laughs> has this man ever worn sneakers? Has he ever, has, has he ever gone running? Has he ever played a sport? <laughs> Vero has a guess here to what they look like. Vero says, gold? Got, are they gold? Um, for those of you watching the show live, uh, here's, a, here's a spoiler. <laughs> yes, they are. They are, in fact, gold high top sneakers with the American flag at the top and a big T <laughs> where the, the Nike tick would um, originally be. Yeah. And they completely sold out. 
for they they cost these monstrosities these golden sneakers cost $399 and they sold out hours after their release at SneakerCon um, I don't know like a convention in Philadelphia the launch also included two lower price sneaker designs and a line of perfumes mm, you too my friends could smell just like the orange one I don't know what that what that aroma might be like Doritos and uh, Doritos and Big Mac. <laughs> I don't know what Donald Trump smells like. I don't. <laughs> not even gonna guess. Um, uh, let's get rid of this photo of these weird shoes. I'll be honest. I would get some just for the just for the meme. Um, so yeah, and a line of perfumes. Trump expressed that this venture was a long time ambition, highlighting the exclusivity of the shoes with only a thousand pairs available some of which were randomly autographed. The sneakers, along with other products like T-Red Wave Sneaker and Portus 45, are part of a licensing agreement with 45 Footwear LLC and are not directly produced or sold by Trump or the Trump Organization. There you go. He does seem to endorse them, though. <laughs> How are we doing, Emily and Gemma joining us in the chat as well? How are you doing, guys? Awesome to see you. Um, uh, let's continue. We've got space for one more piece of news, haven't we, friends? The Donald Trump <laughs> perfume. I, I just, I just can't. I just can't with this world. Go home, planet Earth. You're drunk. Um, all right, let's uh, let's check out. We've been we've spoken quite in depth about um, the tech layoffs and all the layoffs due to AI. Um, but in the end, it's all conjecture on our part, because unless you're in the tech industry or you're in these boardrooms deciding why people are being laid off, you don't really know. And I came across a really interesting um, article today from uh, Business Insider, where Mark Zuckerberg explains why so many tech companies are doing layoffs right now. Um, Mark Zuckerberg explica por qué tantas empresas tecnológicas están haciendo despedidos... Despidos. <laughs> that was it. Auto correction. I'm going to give myself. Será posible. Vaya nivelazo. <laughs> en este momento. Sorry. I can, I'm being very liberal with, uh, with the nivelazos today. Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Meta, has provided insights into the ongoing wave of layoffs in the tech industry, attributing them to several factors. Initially, layoffs were a response to the post-pandemic adjustment as companies realized they had overhired during the boom in e-commerce and online advertising. Now, there is a lot of truth to that. A lot of um, tech companies did massive rounds of hiring um, during the lockdowns and the pandemic. Because obviously everyone was ordering everything online and this was expected to continue into the long term. And obviously post-pandemic, that wasn't the case. So what they're saying is happening here, there's a readjustment in the labor market and that's why all these layoffs are happening. Let's continue. Now the trend continues as companies recognize the benefits of operating more leanly. Or menos gente, vamos. Or menos empleados. Um, beyond just correcting past overhiring. So they're in some way overcorrecting for all the hiring that they did. Zuckerberg highlighted that becoming leaner has made companies like Meta more effective, leading to a resurgence in, in its stock price, which again is true. Um, uh, Meta has bounced back after the debacle with, um, uh, with Mark Zuckerberg's little fascination there with the Metaverse. 
He also mentioned the reduction of management layers within Meta, including cuts in technical program manager roles as a part of an efficiency drive. While discussing competition, particularly with Apple in its virtual and augmented reality space, Zuckerberg downplayed the impact of AI on layoffs and emphasized the ongoing rivalry and different approaches between the two tech giants. Ooh, is he really? I just find it so hard to believe. I'm going to be honest with you. I find it so hard to believe that AI is not playing a role here. I mean, he, hasn't Facebook actually released a coding, an open source coding um, AI? Maybe it's not. Um, maybe it's not Meta, but they're certainly out there. You know, you certainly don't have to be a genius to find them or, or use them. Uh, trying to stay on target with my schedule, says Emily. Emily, it's awesome to see you here. Um, Conman's here joining us all the way from South Africa. Ravdos says, most companies get a bump when they lay off a bunch of people. It's almost like not paying employees is great for the bottom line. Here's my, yeah, I mean, and it's happening en masse, right, Ravdos? Um, layoffs seem to be happening even outside of the tech industry. My question is, who's going to buy all these products when none of us have jobs? <laughs> when no one has a steady income? Who's going to be buying all the products? Who's going to be buying that Facebook advertising? I don't know, friends. Tell you what I do know. It's time for today's Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion. <laughs> okay, friends. It is Unpopular Opinion time. Friday Con says... AI apocalypse, here we come. Yeah, maybe, friends. Maybe. I'll tell you what, it won't, if there is an AI apocalypse, it won't be because they turn into uh, genocidal maniac robots. It'll be us that cause the apocalypse because we're just so slow to react to technological advances. Um, uh, AI will, the AI will buy. Yeah, maybe, Ravdos, maybe. Um, corporate alligators here says, meow, how you doing, corporate alligator? Okay, time for today's unpopular opinion, today's brain fat, today's pedocerebral, pedomental rayada. Um, so I asked people on Instagram with regards to this, but the real decision makers are all the wonderful people joining me in the, uh, in the audience right now. Today's unpopular opinion is the concept of a career is outdated. Um, el concepto de carrera está anticuado. Hmm. Concept of a career is outdated. Well, I've posted that question on Instagram and Instagram said 53% false. But then I also received a few messages saying, I don't quite understand what you're talking about here. Okay, so if I was going to encapsulate this in a nutshell, so much has changed in the landscape of work over the last few years, not even post-pandemic, just a slow and steady march of progress has led to so many things changing that perhaps we need to rethink the idea of what a steady career might be. Here I'm talking about things like the gig economy. If you don't know what the gig economy is, it's very they're, they're like very short-term contracts, task-based. I want you to design um, a presentation. I, I just want you to do that and nothing else. When the presentation is done, I pay you and we part ways. Gig economy. Um, technological advances, which mean that you could be studying for a career that won't even exist by the time you've left. <laughs> Think about all the scribes that got put out of work <laughs> when the printing press was invented, you know? 
Um, you know, and then also the shift, the psychological or sociological shift towards work-life balance, kind of focusing a little bit more internally and away from what is the workplace. All these things contribute to a different concept of what a career or the traditional concept of a career might actually mean. So let's get into it. Uh, first of all, um, uh, let's see what Vero says here. She says, a career does not have to be only a university career. Anyone can build a future for themselves without going to university. True story, Vero. You're going to get... That gets the Probo stamp of approval. Eugene says, Mr. Putin will do an apocalypse for us. I hope not. I hope not, Eugene. Um, Friday Con says, honestly, I just hope the apocalypse only happens after my time. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right, so let's get into this. I thoroughly tortured the elves this afternoon and they gave me some pros and cons. And here, my friends, here they are. In the pro column, the concept of a career is outdated. Agreeing with this statement. Um, the rise of the gig economy and freelance work challenges traditional career paths. Many individuals now prefer or find themselves navigating a series of short-term jobs, projects, or gigs, entre comillas, rather than pursuing long-term employment in a single field or company. If you've ever heard of um, websites like Upwork and things like that, then you're already very familiar, or Fiverr. Um, you're already really f familiar with the gig economy. Um, I have participated in the gig economy, and it's a really pleasant way to work especially if you're fast and um, you're good at promoting yourself. There is a living to be made there without the hassles of having a traditional boss or uh, office hours and things like that, making it very, very tempting for um, modern workers. Let's continue. Uh, rapid technological change. The pace of technological advancement renders certain skills and jobs obsolete, requiring workers to adapt, um, to adapt continuously. The idea of a single lifelong career is increasingly unrealistic in an age where industries can transform within a decade. Wow, true story. I am like I studied um, business administration and media production with a focus in radio at university many, many, many years ago. <laughs> I am the only person, and I kid you not, I am the only person I know that works in the industry in which they study. And it wasn't a straight path. I studied that, left university, started a career in, in theatre, then started a career. I have shifted. Um, I have been so flexible and jumped off my path so many times to eventually um, land back on it by serendipity. Hmm. Let's, um, uh, let's continue. Uh, younger generations prioritize work-life balance, personal fulfillment, and flexibility more than traditional career advancement. In the pursuit of a linear upward career trajectory is less appealing and does not fit everyone's life goals or values. And let's be honest, nowadays, if you want to make those um, leaps up, usually those leaps up don't happen within the same company. You see so many people now spending two years in a position, then moving to another company to a higher position with higher pay, and then at two years there and then jumping again to another. Because the idea of getting a job in a place and then progressing in your career is almost unheard of nowadays. Final point in the pro column, um, the educational evolution. The traditional 
Education to career pipeline is evolving. With the rise of online learning, micro-credentials, and self-taught skills, individuals are crafting personalized and varied professional paths that do not fit the traditional career mold. It's true, a big part of my job is in TV production. I never studied a day of TV production um, at university. All my skills in TV production, I learned online. You know, and I happened to be quite good at it, got my first job and then progressed from there. Hmm, interesting, right? Interesting. I've, having heard the pros, it's kind of hard to think that perhaps it is a little outdated, antiquado. Well, soon we'll get into those cons, saying no, 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 that um, a career is still very relevant. Let's um, take a look first at the chat. Hmm. Uh, Emily says, the idea of a career includes a certain amount of benefits. The single job that meets all your needs does not exist anymore. Side hustles are required. That gets the provost stamp of approval. Before I started working in my current place, I had what most people would consider the dream job. I wrote, I was the editor-in-chief of a lifestyle blog based in New York City. It was awesome. <laughs> but the pay was terrible. So I had to side hustle. I mean, I even side hustle now. You know, I'm always talking about my Patreon. I'm always talking about, you know, you can subscribe to me here on Twitch. I wouldn't. I would go to Patreon. There's a little plug for you. But ching <laughs> But you know, the side hustles exist exactly for that reason. Is that the linear career path is, um, is almost non-existent. Uh, let's see what Conman here says. Careers are more generalized um, nowadays with people more working on fields like different jobs in Hollywood. Corporate Alligator says, I'm a, um, am I the only person who doesn't really care about my career or work? I see it as making a living. I'm not interested in getting promoted or learning more than I have to. I used to be the exact opposite of this when I was younger, but lately I just don't care. No, I think you're one of a growing number, a growing wave of people, Corporate Alligator, that just you know, just want an easy life, you know? Give me that work-life balance with more of the weight put on the life and less on the work, right? Uh, Emily says, I never got into marketing or public relations and now needing a different gear degree. Um, I, need, I need to make more STEM classes, says um, Emily. Um, Adam's here. How are you doing, Adam? Welcome, welcome. Um, Ravdos says, always talking about your frozen pizzas, your hair care products, says Ravdos. <laughs> All right, let's get into um, the cons, saying, no, 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 the idea of a career is still very relevant. Okay. Um, for many, a career is not just a job, but part of their identity. Hmm, interesting. And a source of personal growth. Long-term professional goals and developments within a field remain important for personal fulfillment and societal contribution. Quite often, the second thing we ever say about ourselves is what we do for a living. Or certainly, for me at least, it's the second question I ask people. Hey, what's your name? What do you do? How do you answer that question? It's interesting. You can always take someone's temperature of where they are with their career and how they feel about it with how they answer for me. Because you have a job, do you, do you also have a vocation? When people ask me what I do, I say, you know, I'm a podcaster. It's not necessarily true. I have a radio show and um, I take care of um, media at the company that I work at. But for me, this is what I do, podcaster. And it's what I earn the least doing. 
Hmm, interesting. Uh, let's continue. Certain fields like medicine, law, and academia still require a deep level of specialization and, com um, and commitment that aligns with traditional career paths. In these areas, the concept of building a career over time remains relevant and necessary. Uh, next point, economic stability. Despite the rise of the gig economy, many individuals seek the stability and benefits associated with traditional careers, um, such as pensions, health insurance, and steady income. For them, the career concept remains not only relevant, but essential. And finally, in the con column disagreeing with today's unpopular opinion, many organizations still rely on employees with long-term commitment and deep institutional knowledge. While the paths within these careers may be more flexible than in the past, the fundamental concept of growing and contributing within a single organization or field over time continues to hold value. But who does it hold value to is my question. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would have loved to stay in the one place for all my, just like my grandfather, he got one job, he stayed in that job his entire life. Retired at 65. Dude, can any of us say that is on the cards for us, for our children, for future generations? I mean, the fact of the matter is, is most jobs don't want, um, uh, don't really facilitate upward mobility. And let's not forget, if you're a young person in today's workforce, the retirement age has been pushed back and most of those high-level jobs are occupied by people probably 20 or 30 years older than you. And they're not leaving. They're holding on to those jobs for their dear life because they've got to think about their retirement. <laughs> so good luck if your intention is to stay in that one job for the rest of your life, right? Hmm... So that's today's unpopular opinion, friends. The concept of a career is outdated. Hmm. Um, it's a quieting answer as they ponder if I mean it or not. I don't understand, Ravdos. Um, I have my little businesses and my businesses will die with me, says UG. Yeah. I mean, I've got to say, I mean, I certainly take a lot more pleasure and a lot more personal fulfillment doing this, what I'm doing right now with you guys, the Probo Show. Um, than I do my actual work. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I even even when the radio shuts down, I continue to, to produce the podcast. When people ask me what I do, first answer is I'm a podcaster, a painter, and then and I also manage a media department. Hmm. Um, uh, Adam says, I think you should always try to learn more skills. Uh, regardless of how old you are, you got a degree in college, cool, but you might be fired. You might be replaced by AI. So keep learning and keep yourself valuable. That gets the Probo stamp of approval. True story. And with increased knowledge comes increased opportunities. With increased opportunities means that you may jump from your career path into another. So is the concept of the traditional career you go to university you learn a skill you stay in one job for the rest of your life is that maybe outdated in this modern age the age of the gig economy where technology has made a lot of jobs even irrelevant nowadays interesting question i'm not going to answer it though you guys are i'm going to post a poll in the chat and you will tell me is the concept of a career outdated Hmm. All right, guys, I'm going to go for a very quick commercial break. Um, I'll leave you guys to vote. Guys, so many things you could have been doing this afternoon after dark. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me, and it means the world. See you soon. Hey, guys, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. 
That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian, and you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. That's right, you're tuned into the Probo Show live at 6:30 p.m. Central European time. What? That's right, you're tuned into a Probo Show after dark. And if you just tuned in, what did you miss? Uh, we spoke about Mark Zuckerberg, how he um, how he kind of shed some light on his view on why so many tech companies are doing layoffs right now. I mean, there's a certain, there was a certain element of truth to it. I think what's interesting to me is the fact where he mentions being lean. I mean, there was that time in the early 2000s, right, where everybody just wanted to work at Google. Oh, Google, you know, they have masseuses going around and, oh, they just work so well and everything's so nice and chill. I mean, how sustainable is that? Really, how sustainable is that? You know what I mean? Um, I mean, when those companies are massively profitable, sure, but then once there are shareholders and once, you know, you have to justify these expenses, these incredible expenses, the high salaries, you know, these, these were startups at one point and now they're legitimate businesses. Hmm. Um, then we looked at Trump's high top sneakers, the golden monstrosities that are the Never Surrender high top sneaker priced at $499, friends. Um, and they sold out in hours. So, you know, what do I know? What do I know? And then um, we looked at Japan launching the world's first wooden satellite um, in, attempt, in an attempt to combat space pollution. Then we moved straight on to today's unpopular opinion, which was the concept of a career. The concept of a career is outdated. El concepto de carrera está anticuado. Hmm. And we went through several points from the gig economy to, you know, technological change to work-life balance and a shift in priorities. Um, and then, you know, we moved on to look at the real traditional values that are held and still held by many in, um, in this day and age, which is why I think the vote was so tightly um, packed on Instagram. We'll find out how it was here shortly. But it's interesting. I would be interested to know if I'd have asked this question five years ago, how they would have answered or how you guys would have answered. And if I ask it again in 10 years, five years, 10 years time, how that changes, right? Are we seeing an evolution of how we, um, how we regard work? Could be, could be. Um, I got loads of messages on, um, on Instagram and some great ones in the comments right here. Um, I'm going to start off with Corporate Alligator joining us live in the audience. Corporate Alligator says, My father stayed at the same company for 40 plus years and my mother 30. They always preached the importance of loyalty and moving up through the company was the best route for success. I listened to their advice, spent 10 years of my life at a job I hated in the hopes I would be rewarded for my hard work. It never came. I have switched careers three times in the last seven years, which um, with each yielding better pay, benefits, and work-life balance. That gets the Probo stamp of approval. Yeah. Yeah. 
The importance of loyalty, that's something I heard from Grandpa Bo quite often. It's important you get a job, and you're loyal and you work your way up. Here's the thing. You can be loyal to a company. It doesn't mean that company is going to be loyal to you. You know? All right, let's um, continue. Ravdos says, there you go, corporate alligator. The one true constant is that things change. True story. The idea of what a career is, is no more fixed in stone than anything else. You know, you're going to get one too. That gets the Probo stamp of approval. Rob After Dark, rad, says Ravdos. <laughs> um, Manic Monday After Dark, says Emily. Um, I mean, we like After Dark and in the studio. Um, I met Mark before. Eugene says, I have a toothache today, Rob. I perfectly understand you. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, this is the first week I'm having with no toothache. Oh. I did, however, pay 1,300 euros to have nothing but a hole in my gums. Thanks for nothing, Sweeney Todd, the dentist of Madrid. <laughs> so, yeah, here we go. Um, yeah, interesting, right? It's interesting. Um, on Instagram, Lena said, honestly, the whole nine to five career path is so last century. I mean, why stick to one thing when the world's your oyster? Mm, interesting. Derek says, I get where you, the younger crowd is coming from, but there's something to be said for climbing the ladder, paying your dues. Yeah, you're paying your dues, but what is your company doing for you? This is one thing I really love about Generation Z, right? These younger generations that everyone's complaining about, they've got no work ethic. Yeah, what, what, what is the working world really giving them other than a wage? I mean, there's this lie that is that that kind of perpetuates itself with regards to work that you pay your company dues and your company will reward you. I mean, look, let's be let's be frank here. Let's be frank. There's a, an exchange of your time for um, a salary, right? Just because you're loyal to a company, a company's not going to be loyal to you. A company owes its allegiance to one thing and one thing only, and that's its shareholders or owner, and to nothing else. I mean, sure, it would be in a company's best interests to prioritize its workforce so they, don't, they have less of a handover um, or less of a kind of uh, rotation in staff so that... Um, you know, so that you keep in-house talent, so you're not constantly on a rotation, so that, you know, you're keeping knowledge about the company in-house always. But companies just simply don't think like that. Hmm. Let's um, uh, continue. Uh, company is loyal to the bottom line, says Ravdos. Exactly. Exactly. Um, what else? Um, uh, Elsa says, I find, uh, find what you love and let that guide you. There's value in a steady career, benefits, retirement. Not everyone wants to live gig to gig. Yeah, true. I mean, I did it for the longest time and I thoroughly enjoyed it, but it was in a time of, of plenty. You know what I mean? Content marketing was just a, th a new thing. Advertising on Facebook, on, well, it was Facebook primarily at the time. Everyone wanted to make um, high-impact posts. Very few people knew how to do it. So I was very much in demand at that time. It's not the case now. I wonder how easy it is for those of those people living in the gig economy right now. Unless you've already got a really great reputation. You know, you're really making the money you feel like you should be earning. I, it's an interesting question. Let's see. Um, think of Sephora's stale cookies for 100 billion profit, uh, 10 billion profit on 
profits instead of giving employees something more tangible. Um, Ravdos says they will preach that they're all that we're all a family and employees should be loyal, but of course they do. It benefits them. True story. This is the thing. Like I'm constantly saying, like, I love Generation Z, and I'm constantly being told, "Oh no, but they've got no work ethic." I mean, really, you know, if you are if you're a young person now, and you someone says to you, you know, you got to go to university, guaranteed a job, you know, it's a lie. You know, it's bullshit. You know, <laughs> you, know you, you know, you work until you're at 75, and then you can retire, dude. If you get to 75, well done. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so I asked you guys, I asked you the question, or I posed the, the statement, the concept of a career is becoming outdated, or it is already outdated. El concepto de carrera está antiquado, and you guys said... 57% true. A little shift there from what they said on Instagram. Um, yeah, and I would agree. You know, true. I think it's a little outdated. I do. I really do. I mean, I'm approaching 45. Well, I'm approaching 45. I'm 45 now, you know? Um, if I were to start again, how would I do things differently? You know, it's hard to say. Because I was one of those rare beasts many years ago that was proficient in a bunch of different things. Now, kids are already coming out of the box like that. Like in, in terms of audiovisual production, my, my career, you know, most people already like leaving university or, or even self-taught, they come out of the box already knowing how to edit audio, video, how um, uh, the basics of social media um, marketing. You know, I used to be a rare commodity. Nowadays, you just have to be, you have to have your hands in so many pies to be able to make ends meet. I mean, ask those people, those people who used to be in the TV industry, exclusively a sound man, exclusively a cameraman. Ask them how they're doing. I know because I've been hiring in the industry for years. They're few and far between. Right now, you have to be an expert in so many things. The idea of having one stable, steady career is just, it's just a fiction. Let's see what people are saying here. How are you doing, Tripsky? I don't mind being a jack of all trades. Me neither, Tripsky. Um, at this point, if you started over, you would go for Lex Luthor. You could go for Lex Luthor. <laughs> at least his stylist, am I right? So yeah, um, perhaps, um, uh, perhaps I'm right. Perhaps the idea of a career, getting, you know, going to university, learning one steady craft, getting into a job, sticking in that job so you can climb the ladder. Maybe that is the way it should be. I just don't see it in today's um, in today's day and age. Corporate Alligator here says, a job is like a mobile network company. They forget you've been with them for 15 years and anyone new that joins treats them like royalty. And once you threaten to leave, all of a sudden they care about you. Jeez Louise. That gets the Probo stamp of approval. So true, Corporate Alligator. So true. That's a comment of the day for me. It's true. So here's the thing. Um, I kind of feel like for, for many generations, we've just been lied to, you know? 
that we've been told that our loyalty will be rewarded and we sit around waiting for that reward for 10, 15, 20 years and it never comes. Why? Because a company doesn't owe any loyalty to you. A company only owes loyalty to either A, its owners or B, its shareholders. So a career is what you make of it. I would suggest being as multifaceted as you possibly can. But you know what Grandpa Bo would say about that? He'd say, Rob, that's your opinion. And opinions are like buttholes. Everyone has one and they all stink, even yours. Let's get into today's 100 Humans. Oh my God. It was a long walk to work today across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered 100 humans. And I asked them all a question. Today's question was... Name a career that isn't as glamorous as it appears. Okay, a big thanks to Nessa, Pilar, that's all folks, Pedro, um, Izzy, Carmen, La Chica de la Segunda Fila, KNDY, Materia Oscura, and many more for answering on Instagram. Uh, We'll get to a few of those in a second. But first, my friends, here it is. Name a career that isn't as glamorous as it appears. Okay, your job is to identify the top seven answers. All right, let's see what people on Instagram were saying. Um, Quite a few here. I love um, La Chica de la Segunda Fila here says, Photographers struggle with irregular income, long hours of editing, and fierce competition. Photography. Is photography there? Ooh, it's a tough one. I can't really give it to you. Yeah, kind of. But photography is a little bit kind of... It's not exactly that. It's a great answer, but sadly... She also says, event planning involves a lot of work behind the scenes, work, stress, and dealing with demanding clients. Great answer, but... Ravdos says, modeling. Modeling. Yeah. Not as glamorous as it appears, though. I mean, you know, what is the stress in modeling? Oh, I broke a nail. Yeah. No, I suppose, you know, you have to keep in shape. It's probably not as glamorous as it appears, but is it in the list? No, it's not. Um, There is a saying that sees, says, apprentice of everything, master of nothing. Um, We do, uh, do we want that for our future? I mean, it's quite rewarding, eh? Learning new skills and being, you know, constantly on a path of learning. I find it quite rewarding anyway. That was from Vero, by the way. Um, Corporate Alligator says, a YouTuber. A YouTuber. Like a a social media influencer. (laughs) I've just seen what Vero wrote. (laughs) Is a YouTuber there? No, it's not. Okay, Nessa on Instagram said an air hostess or whatever or whatever it's called now. We would call those flight attendants. Is fl- a flight attendant there? A job that isn't as glamorous as it appears. Flight attendant. Yes, it is. Well done. Nessa Vanessa on Instagram. Flight attendant is there. It's the seventh most popular answer with four of a hundred humans saying that one. Very good. Um, let's see, um, Pilar, and someone else said this one, and KNDY both said teaching. KNDY says, teaching today's youth 
70 plus hour weeks and more bureaucracy than necessary. Is teaching there? Yes, it is. Well done. Instagram, I have to say you are kicking uh, the the live audience's asses. I love you live audience, but they're winning. Um, teaching is there. 21 of 100 humans. It's the number two answer. Well done, well done. Okay, um, Vero says a stripper. <laughs> a stripper. Is that glamorous though, really? Stripper, is it there? No, it's not. Oh, I just long for the days where I can, you know, just stand on a stage and someone puts money in my underwear. Oh, so glamorous. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, Izzy on Instagram said, journalism. Journalism. Um, being a journalist, being a, a reporter, is journalism there? Yes, it is. Well done, Izzy. Journalism is there. It's the fifth most popular answer with nine of a hundred humans saying journalist. Um, Ravdo says, actually, that quote in full is jack of all trades, a master of none, although oftentimes better than master of one. Yeah, that's the English version. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You get. Será posible? Vaya nivelazo. A jack of all trades is the Spanish equivalent of the uh, apprentice of everything. Um, all right, let's um, let's continue. Um, okay, Pedro here. Pedro here says lawyer. Pedro on Instagram. In, in fact, it is Pedro from Instagram. He hasn't been on a live show for a while. Lawyer is lawyer there. Abogado, lawyer. Yes, it is. Well done, Pedro. Killing it. Well done, well done. Lawyer is there. It is the third most popular answer with 17 of 100 humans. You guys have one, two, three left to get. Podcaster says corporate alligator. Jeez. <laughs> I would die hungry if I had to make a living doing this. <laughs> go, go check out the Patreon, guys, please. <laughs> I want to retire one day. Um, podcaster is not there. What do we have? Asks Emily. Okay, we have flight attendant, journalist, lawyer, and teacher. We're missing the number one, number four, and number sixth most popular answer. Um, Emily says a chef or a celebrity chef. Is it there? A job that isn't as glamorous as it appears. Una carrera que no es tan glamorosa. Como parece. Is Celebrity Chef there? No, it's not. Great answer, though. Great answer. Um, doctor, says Ravdos. Medicine. Is a career in medicine not as glamorous as it appears? The 100 humans agree. Well done. It is there. It's the fourth most popular answer with 14 of 100 humans saying medicine. A career in medicine. Uh, writer, says Vero. Wow. Well, that's kind of journalist, isn't it? I suppose writer of, you know, novels and things. You know, I kind of, yeah, it's there. Under the journalist paraguas, under the umbrella of journalist. Um, Emily says a travel agent. A travel agent. Is it there? No, it's not. Good answer, though. Um, let's turn our attention back to Instagram. Uh, Carmen said a singer. A musician or a singer is a singer, a cantante or a musico. 
Is um, music there? Yes, it is, Carmen. Well done. There is only one. It's the seventh most popular answer with seven of a hundred. No, sixth with seven of a hundred humans. Well done. There is only one answer. No one on Instagram has got it. And so far, no one on in the audience has gotten it. Let's see if I can give you some clues. Uh, Vero says model. We had the answer earlier. Not there, but good answer, Vero. Uh, pilot. Great answer. Um, and, pre and Ravdos says president, POTUS, or world leader. All great answers, but not there. Um, all right, the number one answer here. I find it hard to believe it's not as glamorous as it is at the top levels, but the lower levels, yeah, I know a bunch of people who do this and it isn't glamorous. It's actually quite humiliating and, and sad. Uh, this is uh, this is a job, again, it's a part of the gig economy. And it's a job, basically, where you pretend for a living. Hmm. What job do you pretend for a living? Corporate Alligator says a secret agent. Emily says a stockbroker. All great answers, but sadly... Ravdos says an actor. Is it an actor? Yes, it is. Well done. All right, actor is there with 25 of 100 humans. It's the number one answer. Well done. Well done to you, Ravdos. There it is. You guys have completed today's 100 humans. Let's run down the list. Okay, so I asked 100 humans to name a career that isn't as glamorous as it appears. In position number seven, we had a flight attendant. A flight attendant or air host, air hostess as we used to call it many years ago. In position number six. Music, a career in music. Un musico, un cantante, algo así. A career in music, not as glamorous as it appears. Seven of a hundred humans said that one. In position number five. We had journalism, a career in journalism. In position number four. We had medicine, being a doctor, nurse, a surgeon, not as glamorous as it appears. In position number we have a career in law. Um, Pedro on Instagram got that one correct. Well done. 17 of 100 humans said that. In position number two, we have a teacher. A teacher, un professor. And finally, in position number one. Congratulations to Ravdos. Well done. It was an actor. Actress. I think we, we just say actor for everything now. Um, Corporate Alligator says, remember, as an actor, if you ain't acting, you ain't got a job story. All right, friends, let's move on to today's Complete the News. Okay, guys, it is Complete the News time. This is where I give you a real news headline um, and uh, leave out some important information using the three options I give you. You guys will complete the news. Let's get into today's. Which one were we going to do? Ah, yeah. Okay, so this is a piece of news from CBC Radio. A real news headline. So here we go. He got a box of blank in the mail, but not the ones he's looking for. Recibió un, una caja de blank por correo, pero no las que estaba buscando. Woo! All right. Um, is it A, penises? Is it B, rubber chickens? Or is it C, Singing fish wall plaques. 
<laughs> he got a box of blank in the mail, but not the ones he's looking for. Um, recibió una caja de blank por correo, pero no las que estaba buscando. Is it A, penises? Penis. <laughs> Is it B, rubber chickens? Pollos de... Pollos? Pollos. De goma, that's a joke for our Spanish speakers. Or is it C, uh, singing fish, wall plaques, placas de pared de peces cantadores? Ooh, a, B, or C? <laughs> Let's see what's being said here in the chat. Um, a killer, especially in my country, we have a lot of killers. Oh, sorry, Eugene. Um, reeling from... Um, what happened to Putin's, um, Vladimir Putin's chief opposition. Um, I imagine you're quite um, upset about that. I know I would be. Okay, Ravdos says, nah, they got um, w those waiter-waitress jobs when they're not acting, says Ravdos. Ouch. That last list was just depressing, man. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, it seems to be most of you going for A, penises. Is that because it's just the most ridiculous answer? Let's see if you're right, shall we? Okay, um, uh, he got a box of something in the mail, but not the ones he's looking for. What is it? It is... You were right, it was A, penises. <laughs> There's something I didn't think I'd be saying this afternoon. It's right, yeah. So Dale Wells, a British artist and gallery owner, initiated a penis amnesty in hopes of recovering parts stolen from a statue depicting mythological figures, Grimm and Havelock, central to Grimsby folk folklore. Grimsby is in my part of the world, the north of England. Despite his efforts, he received a box containing six clay penises, <laughs> not matching the statue's fiberglass material, indicating they were not the missing pieces. Imagine just receiving a box full of clay penises. And not one of them were the ones he was looking for. Um, the statue has been subject to repeated vandalism since its erection. Oh, behave. In 1970s, with grim genitalia frequently stolen, reflecting a bizarre local tradition of claiming ownership over the town's heritage. <laughs> there you go. Well done, guys. No flies on you. You absolutely killed it today. They were homemade, says Ravdos. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely thought dildos, but wrong skin complexion, says Corporate Alligator. All right, guys, that's all we've got time for for today. Thank you so much for joining me on this After Dark edition of the Probo Show. Don't forget, we're live in the morning on Wednesday. We'll be live again in the evening on Wednesday for more After Dark action. Uh, we'll have three podcast exclusives this week, so please do get onto the podcast downloads and download these episodes if you've missed them. Guys, thank you so much for being here. So many things you could have been doing this evening. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me, and it means the world. Thank you. <laughs>